after a very busy Martin Luther King Day with 11 games on. It's a very quiet Tuesday, three three games, yeah, three games total, but that means that we've got streaming options. Let's take a look at what we need to know across Tuesday. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and as Stephen A. Smith once said about me, he's the worst human being that you will ever meet. You get within a mile of his presence, you wrap your arms around yourself to protect yourself, to protect your soul. He is a devil, the worst. I'm also the lead fantasy basketball analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at redrock underscore beeble, on TikTok at redrock underscore beeble, and on Instagram at lockedonfantasybasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Fangio. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 bet. Go to fangio.com slash locked on to get started. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and we are available on all platforms. You know what to do, double bang it, audio, video, bang, 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 bang. That's more than two bangs because that's what we're about. Who doesn't love multiple bangs? Thumb it up, leave a comment, notification bell. It's going to be awesome for you when trades happen. Trade deadline show, you know that's coming Thursday, February 8th. And if any sort of trade breaks in between that, I usually do, unless it's involving Marvin Bagley, I usually do a dedicated show on that individual trade. So that's how you know when stuff comes out. So go and hit it. Go and double bang it. Let's talk about um, Tuesday's games. Now, I, I do say sometimes, oh, I think this will be a short one. Maybe we try not to get sidetracked with little side quests. We'll find out. What should we talk about today? Influencer accents, hats. Sneakers, I could do a whole show on that. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. We're going to go in and I'm not going to even do injury updates for Tuesday because I just released a 35-minute injury update show. So that's cool. Let's just go straight into the stream of the day. Also, nobody plays the Tuesday-Wednesday combination back-to-back either. Who are we streaming in? Who are the streams of the day? We've got Grayson Allen in a 10-team league. He's still only 64% rostered. What are people waiting for here? What are we waiting on? I don't get it. He's... I, I can't believe I say this, but he is good. And he is putting up good numbers, and he's never been as good as he is now. Oh, I don't know what we're waiting on. 12-team stream is Lou Dort. The Thunder are one of two teams that play the Monday-Tuesday combination back-to-back. They've got a pretty strong little bit of schedule time here. I don't know whether Shea is going to play in one or both of these games. He is questionable for Monday still. So Dort is he's always a roller coaster. We know that, but at least we know that he is a starter. 14-teamer, I'm going to go with Daniel Tice. That is under the assumption, the working assumption, thanks to Ty Lu, that if it's a Zubats is out. Now, if Zubats is out, then of course we're not looking at Daniel Tice there. But otherwise, we are. And then for 16 teams, I am looking at Batum. But Batum might not play. It is a back-to-back. I expect that he does play, especially with DeAnthony Melton out. I do think Batum is going to play. Now, we did get word that Joel Embiid will play on the back-to-back against uh, Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets, so that's great news, and I expect that Batum plays. In terms of streaming for points leagues in Yahoo and on ESPN, I'm going with Fanta Pants, Kevin Herter. We don't have an update yet on Keegan Murray, and if Keegan Murray uh, is out, then I would actually probably push push Herter above Dort for a 12-team streamer there as well. You could easily make an argument in category leagues that you want to try Herder over Dort. Dort just has a little bit more flexibility in terms of getting more steals and more blocks. Um, and he's more likely to shoot 10% from the field as well, if that's something that uh, matters or, or bothers you. So that is our streams of the day. 
Again, really easy show here. We're going to be out of here so fast. It's going to be amazing. Let's talk about the first game. It is an absolute cracker that we've been waiting, it feels like, years to actually have Embiid versus Jokic. It's Denver in Philadelphia. Um, I hope it's going to be a good one. Michael Ponder Jr. really snapped out of a huge slump. Well, it wasn't a huge slump because his last two games have been good, but he was awesome in yesterday's game. So let's see if Porter can keep that going. And what he was able to flash was defensive stats and passing as well. We know he can be a little bit hot and cold, but he's not going to be a guy that we consider dropping in leagues. Uh, it's just interesting to see the way that that fluctuates and see how he performs in this one. His direct opponent's going to be Toby Harris, who really struggled in today's game. And let, let's see how that plays out. Well, Kelly Oubre. I remain completely unconvinced of Oubre's 12-team category bona fides. I just don't believe in it. And you saw again today another dud. But with the injury to DeAnthony Melton, it's going to keep him out at least another week or so, maybe longer. It's a back problem, not ideal. Uh, Ubre is going to have to play more and be somewhat in- interesting, I guess. He's not useful, but he might be. He had good steal numbers today. But after that really hot run at the start of the season, which was... Um, was obviously fool's gold, and it was pretty obvious it was fool's gold at the time. But he's one of those players that people do get um, mesmerized by. Is it the eyes? Could be. But whenever he has a, a run of time, look, he scored 20, yeah, on eight shots on 90% shooting. And he's always going to fall back down, and he's really struggling. But the opportunity is there for Ubre. In terms of streams, I do like Reggie Jackson there in Denver. If Caldwell Pope was available, you stream him in. He's an excellent streamer. And then for Philadelphia, it probably is Batum. If Ubre's there, I'd go with him over um, Batum. But you could also look at Pat Beverly with the absence of DeAnthony Melton. Beverly might get a bump at some point. And then if Embiid does sit, which it doesn't appear that he will, then Paul Reed is the guy that we have to get in there and stream through. The second game of the day is the Sacramento Kings and the Phoenix Suns. Neither of these teams are on a back-to-back. The Kings, remember, have a two-game week in Week 13, but it's not as bad as you think because they play Tuesday and they play Thursday. And then it's bad. Then you can move on from fringe guys like Fanta Pants, Kevin Herter. So we're watching Herter, who is back starting. And as much as I don't love Kevin Herter as a fantasy option, as much as I don't love him as an NBA player, the difference between him and old mate Chris Duarte is stark. Duarte back out of the rotation again because he's bad. And finally, Mike Brown has learned that lesson. They need they need an upgrade at that position or the upgrade sits on their bench. The good thing about this is that Malik Monk played like 36 minutes for the Kings last game or 35 minutes. Yes, it was overtime, but he needs to be getting 30 a night. Herder went bananas last game, but he's going to have a significant role, especially if Keegan Murray is out just for that shooting, spacing, scoring because Trey Lowell's isn't quite that level of shooter that Keegan can be. So there is some value there in Herder, but we know he's up and down. We know he's fluky, but I do do have Herder as an option for this at least you know, three-day period coming up. For the Suns, I want to watch Kevin Durant, mainly because I just want to see two guys called Kevin play, but also for Durant, his last game was a bit mid and he started off the season red hot, playing tons of minutes, and he went into a bit of a slump and we featured him on the Buy Low Sell High show about three weeks ago. He pushed back up from there. But now that Beal is cooking and Booker's more settled in, let's sort of pay attention to where Durant sits. Like, is he a first round guy rest of season? Does he sit in the second round? Where does his usage fall? His shooting had been absolutely out of control to begin the season and it is going to cool back down. But where does he fit usage wise, um, playmaking role wise, all that sort of stuff? In terms of streams, while well, Herder is available in 60 plus percent of leagues and this is a great opportunity to stream him in. And if you know anything about me, you know that I'm the anti-Kevin Herter in fantasy guy. And this is a great time to do it. So go and add him. And then for Phoenix, it is Grayson Allen if he is available. But if not, we go to Eric Gordon. The other one to watch there would be Bol, who in 15, 16 minutes can be at least a 14-team streamer. But on a day with three games on, streaming in Bol in a 12 might actually work, especially when you don't have games limits or you don't have significant like restrictions on the waiver moves you can make. If you're just looking to get stuff in, he could have six and six with two blocks and a steal in 16 minutes. The 
problem is, is that Bowl's questionable. I don't know that he's going to play. So just keep an eye on that, and he could be an interesting stream. Otherwise, it is Grayson Allen, then Eric Gordon, and then if Bowler's out, maybe you go to Chemezi Metu or Drew Eubanks, but he was out of the rotation in the last game. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp 2024. Is it the year of things being good? I think it can be. And therapy is a great way of being able to do those things to can make 2024 the best year ever. It doesn't have to be the one that blows everything away. It doesn't have to be the year where you sit back and go, huh, I wish everything was like 2024. Because as Aesop once said, slow and steady wins the race. So take small changes, work on them. And that's where therapy comes in. Therapy can help you identify the small things that you can do that can be everlasting or at least sustainable to help improve things in your life, relationships, work, um, self-belief. All these things can be done without like sweeping changes. I'm going to lose 60 pounds in the next two weeks. And then, of course, you don't and you drop back down. It's about little things that you can do. So if you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you don't match with them, don't worry about it. Get rid of them. Get a new one in. They do that for you at no charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit, visit betterhelp.com slash NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That is betterhelp. H, I've said help. Like, huh, huh. That's not how you say it. It's help. No, it is, it is help. What's wrong with me? Sorry for this ad read. Betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on NBA. Today's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the NFL playoffs. We are one week deep into the NFL playoffs, but that doesn't mean that you can't get in on the action over at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. You can check out all the NFL stuff. Like, What an amazing season that we have in the NFL. We've got the Detroit Lions and the Houston Texans with opportunities, even like the Buffalo Bills. I don't know if they're going to win the entire game, but these franchises that have never had success with the chance to push further and get some success. I love it. I love an underdog story. And you can parlay through underdog stories over in the Parlay Hub on Fangio because parlays are something they love. So go go ahead, check out the Parlay Hub. Go find popular parlays. Check their live same-game parlays. Check their Explore tab as well for other bets. But just get in on the action and get those bonus bets. It's 5 bucks for 150 the easiest stuff ever. Go to fanjul.com slash locked on. Make your first better layup. Fanjul is also an official partner of the NFL and don't forget to gamble responsibly. Okay, so that is most of the action done. Let's take a look at the third game of the day, the late one. It is the Thunder and the Clippers. I would love to know whether Shea Gildas-Alexander is playing. I'm going to guess that Shea is playing in one of these two games. Unfortunately, I just don't know which one of them is. Um, so I don't know what's happening with the Thunder. But on the Clippers side of things, I'm expecting that Ivica Zubats will be out. Therefore, I want to see Russell Westbrook. Now, Westbrook played um, a lot last game. And my reasoning for it, not confirmed by Ty Lue, but part of the reason why the Westbrook starting and the Westbrook big minutes has not worked is that you can't play Westbrook with a non-shooting center. So that's why he would get 17 minutes a night. And having Zubats out there is more important than having Westbrook out there. But if Zubats isn't out there and Daniel Tice is the center, well, he can shoot, he can space, and he's a credible threat. And we saw this when the Rockets used to play Robert Covington at center, that it can actually work for Westbrook. So even though I've told you to drop Westbrook for 12 consecutive weeks, this is where, this is where you use him. So get ready for your vindication. 
With Zubats out, there's an opportunity here to use Westbrook. Good luck. In terms of streams, Dort is the guy there in OKC. If we have uh, Shea out, then we do look at Kaysen Wallace. Maybe we look at Trey Mann in deeper leagues as well, or Isaiah Joe even there also. And the guys who are still around, like Jalen Williams and Josh Giddy, would get significant bumps in that spot also. Uh, it is a pretty like jam-packed part of the schedule for the Thunder, so don't be shocked if we get some limited minutes for Chet Holmgren as well. In terms of streams, Norman Powell is just the king streamer on this team. You're always going to be looking to use him. You can go to Tice or Plumley in those deeper formats, or not even deeper formats with so few games on. But Powell is always that guy. You just don't need to hold him through 12s. But whenever there's a Clippers game on, on a day like this, you add him, and then they don't play again until Saturday, so you turf him. And then you get other guys in other days, and you can reconsider Saturday. Go, oh, well, Norman Powell's there. Maybe I'll try it. There's just so many of those sort of players, but he's perfect for that sort of role, as we have seen time and time again. What about chunks? Who's chunking it up? We go on Tuesday through Saturday for the next five days. There is one high volume day in that five day period, and that is Wednesday with 10 games on, which is not a dreadful day. Sometimes you can still stream on a 10 game day, but not always. So we're just going to ignore that day for the time being. So who's got the games? Well, it's the Sixers. They go Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So I'm going to put Nick Batum on that list, but there's no guarantee that he even plays the back-to-back. It's also worth noting the Friday, Saturday back-to-back, whether Embiid plays both of those, I don't know. He is playing this first back-to-back to start the week, so I would guess he probably doesn't to end it. But there's three quality games there. The Thunder also have three quality games. Probably a little bit of a better schedule than the Sixers, where they go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. That's really strong. Um, Alex Caruso and the Bulls, they don't play after, or don't play quality game until Thursday, which is a little bit annoying, but they go Thursday, Saturday. Paul Reed, again, it doesn't sound great like you get 14 minutes out of Reed, but if there's a 26 minute game in there plus volume, let's say you get 26 in one of them and 14 in the other two, 28, 26, 54 minutes, one waiver ad, it's not, it's not bad. It's not a great little chunk of time here for just in general streaming guys in, but the three-game little boost there for Reed, especially if we do expect Embiid to sit, and he might not, and that might be a complete waste. There's a little bit in that. The Duck, Luke Kennard, and Xavier Tillman, the cashier, I just think they need to be rostered anyway. We'll get more information on that from Monday. Stay tuned to the recap show of MLK Day later on today. We'll get more information of how this team runs, even though Jaron and Santi are back. Does that impact Xavier? I think it will, and we'll find out. But they play the Thursday-Saturday quality game um, combo, two games to end this little five-day period. I just think they need to be on rosters. Same with, you know, obviously Vince Williams. Probably not GG. That's for deeper leagues. But we're going to, again, we're going to get a ton more information here to end the week about how things are sitting with the Grizzlies because they remain a mess, and I just think they're going to be a continued mess as we move forward. Today's episode is also brought to you by Jace Medical and the Jace Case. Pharmacies are running low on medications. It's just a fact. You might already know that with medications that you take, but it's happening to so many different things, like common antibiotics, like amoxicillin. You've all had amoxicillin at some point in your life, and it's unbelievably useful for kids, members of your family, adults. You get infections in the uh, in the chest, in the respiratory tract infection. Amoxicillin is one of those things that they can use. But you can also have infections in the urinary tract infection, sexually transmitted infections, uh, sinusitis infections, which I don't know if you've ever had a bacterial sinusitis infection. It sucks. It's so bad. And the pain there, you can't lift your head up. And with the lack of antibiotics around at times, it's you, know, you have to suffer through that and loss of productivity, loss of money, loss of income, all that stuff. 
So what I'm trying to say is that Jace is a pack of five antibiotics that you can have at home. You go through their licensed physician encounter. They check all the different things for you. Licensed pharmacy distributes that medication to you at a lower cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use the code locked on to get $20 off your order. So they are the three games and a bit of chunk stuff. So let's look at what we're doing stream-wise for Tuesday. This can change with with injuries that do drop. Um, I'm looking at 10-teamers here again. Just always peruse this list for all sorts of leagues. We're going to start with Grayson Allen and Contavious Caldwell-Pope, probably the two highest, or they are, the two best options that are available in over 35% of leagues. We go to Lou Dort and Kevin Herter after that, and then we go to Batum and Ubre. So there's quite a bit of value, despite it being only a three-game slate, of guys who are a little bit under-rostered. Now, Allen and KCP are like 60, 60%. Dort and Herter are under 40. Batum's like 5%, and Ubre is at about 40 as well. So there's going to be some guys that are able to help you out on a day like this. For 12-teamers, we just go down the list now. It's Eric Gordon. It is Paul Reed, even if he only plays 15, 16 minutes. That's how we get a little bit iffy. There's Daniel Tyson, the cockroach, Mason Plumlee replacing Zubats. There's the pencil Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. And then there is Terrence Mann if you just you know don't value yourself. For deeper leagues, we can do Pat Beverly or Trey Lyles. Lyles will step up on this list if Keegan Murray is out. You've got Reggie Jackson, Isaiah Joe, especially if Shea is out. Peyton Watson's an interesting stream guy for a steal on a block there. And then if Shea is out again, we look at Kaysen Wallace as a bit of a bump option there. In terms of points leagues, I'm going to head the list with Pants, Kevin Herter. We're going to go with Lou Dort, Daniel Tice, Norman Powell, Nico Batum, and finish it off with the cockroach, Mason Plumley, And that is a show that we did get out of here pretty quickly from. A daily look ahead to Tuesday with three games on. I'll be back later in the day with a full recap of Martin Luther King Day. In the meantime, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell, hit the thumbs up, and leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.